0: You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my buddy and co-host, Ben Chapman.
1: Pogues, it's 2029. Why are we still talking about mutants? The pro... Well, what's
0: weird is, why are we talking about them when there hasn't been a new mutant in like 25 years?
1: (laughs) That's a good point. Uh, We just saw Logan, and by just saw, I mean Pogues saw it two weeks ago, and I watched it just mostly before this podcast. (laughs) Alright, what do you mean mostly? Uh, are, you I, well, trying, are you a pirate? I I cannot what is this a confirmation hearing? Fuck you. Cat's
2: out of the <laughs> Cat's out of the bag. There baby. he is. I oh we we're gonna talk about is. that.
1: Uh and and I'm excited to announce that I'm not alone. I've got my man, my best man, quite literally. Boom baby. Wow, me, it's Ar- a perfect. I'm like literally on the podcast Pokes, with you. Uh, real quick though, could you quiet down? I'm talking to my best man. Yeah, please. I've got Christopher Arneson on. Uh, it.
2: thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me back on the podcast to talk about Mut- Torbs. Uh little mutant babies. Um,
1: so I'm sorry, Chris has not have to go. So thanks for coming in, Chris. Wait, really? <laughs> Seriously?
2: That's bullshit.
1: I'm not gonna no, be you your best be man for your next trip,
2: wedding. Man. No, shut up, Pokes. <laughs> man talking here
1: as we've discussed before uh, we like to do popular movies when they're popular when we can uh, we did uh, Doctor. Strange we did uh, Deadpool we try to keep up somewhat with the the common movies that are out there so that we can get people to listen because they said, oh, I just saw that
2: I have a question. Yeah,
1: there's a chance people will actually have watched the movie we do instead of being like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? A quick quick oh, test, actually. But you
2: there, have you that? guys done Suicide Squad yet? No. no. okay. Do you want to be like, here for that one? Uh, I don't know if I do because then, <laughs> then I'd have to watch that piece yeah, of shit. I you have so. to give
1: Zack Snyder some money. Oh, boy. Yeah, I was going to say, everybody I know is just like, whoever. watch the first
0: 25 minutes and then stop. <laughs>
1: yeah. and I was like,
0: that's a very short and specific time frame.
1: And Let's we can walk. test our theory. Uh, Chris, have you seen Monkey Bone in the last um, couple of weeks? No. Have you seen, Have you seen Logan? Monkey Bone ever? Yes, yeah, I've seen Logan. Uh, you know
2: what? I don't think I've ever seen Monkey Bone. Why are we talking about Monkey Bone? We got a good that movie to talk about here. We did.
0: So, oh that's my a God. film in which people kept telling me that we made it up. I had somebody write in and say, "I after we said we were going to do it, there was a notice from one of my friends that said, that's not a real movie." And they thought you made it up, then.
2: Do they not remember the film career of one Brendan Fraser? Oh, insane insane! They literally
0: about. thought Ben was just fucking with me, but I was like, "You are aware that like the internet's a thing, right? You can just go look it up. It's legit."
2: <laughs> what <laughs> an <laughs> idiot! I <laughs> just Holy thought shit. it was
1: funny. They really thought Ben had made up a film, and I was just going along with it. it <laughs> then when people learn it's a film, they go, "Okay, it's a film, but it's not a comic book." <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh well, he was like deeply upset when I sent
0: him <laughs> the link to the Amazon page. He was like, I'm mad that he was not just fucking with you. You heard a man
1: that day. Why are we talking about <laughs> <him> <laughs> right, What do you, you want heard? to talk about? I want to talk about Logan. He makes All a good right. point. He makes a good point. Um uh if you're unaware, we're covering the twenty seventeen film Logan, a phrase I don't get to say too often in regards to the year. Uh this is the uh technically the 3rd and I uh, it's the 3rd Wolverine solo film. Yeah. Uh it follows uh the in order Wolverine Origins, The Wolverine and now Logan. But
0: you guys
1: may remember we have done uh Origins Wolverine. Wolverine Origins. Yeah, it's it's X Men Origins.
2: Then the Wolverine.
1: Are you saying this? No, I was just no, I was just confused (laughs) because when
2: I came here, I was like, there are four Wolverine movies, and you were like, no, Chris, there are only three Wolverine movies. Did you
1: think it was two movies because it has two colons in it? Yes, and colon Wolverine, colon Origins, (laughs) colon the Wolverine story. (laughs) (laughs) too many colon colon the birth of Logan. Yeah, it's it's a good title. It runs off the end of the poster. Oh, what a piece of shit. And then shit it also recommends people get a colonoscopy when they're over the age of 50. I had yeah. to re- I had to remind uh, Chris about elements of Wolverine Origins when we were talking about it, because he yes. blocked a lot of it out of his mind. I took all the we good, good parts.
2: parts of Wolverine Origins, <laughs> and I turned that into another movie in my brain, <laughs> and then I was like, that one wasn't pretty... that was pretty good. And then, then Wolverine came out, and that was better, and then Logan came out, and it was great. So like, they just got there, just really slow pace. And, uh... And Ben was like, no, dude, there's three Wolverine movies, (laughs) and one of them is very bad, but has like a five-minute good scene in it. And I was like, no, that was a different movie. Wait, what's the five-minute good scene? The opening. They did like that Watchmen scroll where they fought all the wars together, him and Sabretooth. Uh, Yeah,
1: that's that's pretty good. I like it. I'll give you. So to Chris's point, let's stop talking about shitty Uh, other movies. Shitty movies!
0: (laughs) 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 If you want to listen to us talk about the shitty Wolverine movie, we did do a podcast of that. It's back in our back catalog. Go check it out. It's very good.
2: What game? You suck to sucker onto that piece. Of we shit. couldn't get anyone.
0: <laughs> no, we had a guest. <laughs> we had a, we had my friend Andy Daly yes. who I was going to try to get to be on this one but scheduling I couldn't work it out and I got I didn't contact him in time to make it reasonable and he has children, so you know, people who are adults and want to continue the human race. So we got my pal to,
1: uh Chris Paul Backerson.
2: Um. I'm gonna ignore that I'm a second choice, okay? We can just get into this. Second
0: choice. I wanted to bring somebody else on because my fear was I enjoyed Logan. I, I love probably it. enjoyed it. You probably enjoyed it. So I was like, I... we may need more than one guest because it's hard to make fun of movies that we actually enjoy. Although uh. I do have some.
2: Well, prize, I, have a, I, have lot, I have a lot to to, die, to digest from this movie.
1: And and, and uh, with that note, let's fucking get yeah, into it. Let's get into Logan. Yeah, we're,
0: we're introduced to a dark world. Probably the dark, you know, like, Days of Future Past was bad. You know, the is, Sentinels have taken over the world. Is this but your you know, intro?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. You know things are really bad.
2: This is post-Star when, Wars scroll.
0: When Wolverine
2: is... Okay, we got, a, we got a dark world... Yeah, it's a yeah. dark
0: world when, you're, when your superhero is a fucking uber black driver.
1: And more importantly, your superhero is a chauffeur who's getting his car stolen. Oh, yeah. Yes. So basically, we open on Logan having a chauffeur's worst day, which would have been a good a good colon subtitle for this yeah. movie, Logan, colon, which, the, the a chauffeur's worst, worst day.
0: And <laughs> there park a limo underneath a light-up
1: billboard unless you want it to get stolen. True. Truth. That's chauffeur 101.
0: Yeah. Yeah, come on, guys. That's that's a free (coughs) tip from me to you. If you want more, you can buy my book, How to Chauffeur.
1: But this is a good this is a good chance to tap tap uh, the the uh, the origin comic of this. We're talking about uh, sort of generally vaguely inspired off of Old Man Logan, mostly with the fact that Logan is old and full stop. Yeah. (laughs) That's everyone's dead. (laughs) (laughs) That's really all it is. is. Yeah. It feels like this is an apocalyptic world, but it's technically not an apocalypse for anyone but mutants. No, sadly, it felt very much like current day. It, it did. Is, in fact, <laughs> I was unaware it was the future until he said it was the future. In fact, we we fade into, uh, well, first off, it's clarified that it's 2029, which isn't that far in the future. And we're given a montage of shitty white dudes riding in his limo, chanting USA as they drive past border that control. That the beginning of this movie? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Wow, okay. I did not remember that's how it started. I thought it started with him
1: just asleep in the limo. No, no, that's – sorry. That's the first sequence Then, then oh, okay. following that. Yeah. um, is, is just fucking frat dudes chanting USA out of a limo. Sky, uh, and, the, uh, uh, and a bride flashing him some tits. I yeah, I
2: believe they're driving past the uh, – The border. Immigration borderline, yeah. yeah.
1: Which felt so – tremendously ooh, poignant to yeah. today. I, I, I yeah, was already... I felt already... like the best part of this movie is the plot is taking
2: Mexicans
0: and making them not get into America but taking them to Canada. <laughs> yeah. Get yeah. Them the fuck out.
2: Why the fuck <laughs> would you want to... Like,
0: I was like, ooh, this is sad.
2: Don't come to America, everybody. It's a shithole. So
0: it's Go straight to Canada. Yeah. We're sorry. We I'm tried just... our best, man. We
1: tried our best. <laughs> I did picture like a PSA of just you, Chris, coming in front of an American flag fluttering and just kind of going,
2: hmm, don't,
1: and, don't. <laughs> and the flag and flutters down and he's just like, sorry. And Why would you off. ever come here? This message is paid for by Christopher, Christopher Arneson. <laughs> <Anderson. laughs> Um, but we get this this image of Logan that's hard to parse with the other movies we've seen him in, because, I mean, we start the other movies with him in wars. Uh, you know, uh, 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 I actually have never seen The Wolverine, so I don't know how he yeah, starts. But he's but more I, of like a tortured oh, soul and then you just are like, oh, he just does like kind of a shitty job. But we, we are used to Wolverine having a shitty job. I mean, over the course of Wolverine movies, he begins... As like he's sort of like a lumberjack. He's in at at eight times.
2: movies, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so, yeah. And he's
1: always like got himself a day job to not be a mutant, as if he like hates doing it, which sort of fits well, the vibe. But he great, opens. <laughs> What's
0: yeah, that? If you've watched those movies closely, it's not
1: real great being a no, mutant. they're really not isn't. treated well. Yeah. Um, and then we're also introduced to the protagonist or the antagonist pretty early, which is um, that guy from Narcos. <laughs> His name's Pierce. Yeah. yeah, of the yeah. of the Reapers. I'm gonna say
0: this now: you're gonna to have to remember most of these characters' names because I have forgotten almost all of them.
2: <laughs> no, we're, we're talking about. Don't say them very often, but yeah, yeah. It's Pierce. Yeah. He's the leader of the Rea- the Reavers. Reavers, yes. Which is something that's in like the the Apocalypse uh, books. Oh yeah, yeah. and th- and that's I really I think it's it. also yeah.
0: old man looking. I think, but I'm not sure.
2: I don't. Man, I haven't read the
1: book in so long. So, uh, for, for reference, if you're listening to this podcast and wondering um, what we're talking about with Old Man Logan, I mean, just giving you, like, the first Wikipedia line, um, not literally, but uh, we're talking about Old Man Logan, which is a series that was written by, in three volumes, by Mark Millar, who's pretty fucking famous, yeah. um, Brian Michael Bendis, also famous, and Jeff Lemire, who should be more famous than he is. Uh, he does X-Men now, though. Yeah, that's true. He's getting yeah. pretty, good, pretty good shit. But the basic of the comic is that villains win, they conquer the globe, at least America. <clears throat> I think the
2: globe, I think, I
1: mean, Are you talking scale. about in
0: Old Man Logan? Yeah, yes. I'm pretty sure they, they run the entire world. They definitely um, run all of the United States.
1: Yeah, and, the, and and much of the world, specifically the United States in this scenario, is parsed into the hands of various villains. Kingpin, Mysterio, um, uh, the Hulk, Hulk etc yeah. and they sort of own these sections of the world most of the vil- heroes are destroyed or eliminated the X-Men are mostly wiped out um, by an unfortunate scenario that I won't spoil and uh Logan Logan's is sort of this like it's old old Western like post apocalyptic kind of wandering kind of film. Which you totally get the vibe from this movie. Very
2: unforgiven. Yes. Yeah. Like, I'm retired, my yeah. life's in shambles, I just wanna like I have regrets that I can't yeah. I can't
1: like, I can't face. Yeah. And so that that sort of vibe was put in this movie. However there is no takeover of villains in this movie. In fact, there's really only a couple of villains, and they're the usual villains in a Wolverine story, the people that made Wolverine. That's yeah. pretty common.
0: Well, the, the people who don't, yeah, who want to basically get rid of mutants, except for mutants they control. And um, we are, we're led at some point in the movie to find out that there hasn't been a new mutant born in, like, 25 years, I think they say. We immediately thought of Children of
2: Men when that happened. Yeah. It was, yeah. Like, oh, that's sad. Yeah, so
0: there are no new mutants, and then it turns out that there is a group of government people who uh, are trying to create their own new mutants to use them as soldiers, basically the Weapon X program all over again.
1: Which seems like a dumb plan. Let's just get that clear here. It's like, let's make... Real quick, you know, obviously if you're listening to this, there's tons of spoilers, so if you
0: haven't seen the movie, stop the podcast and go see the movie. Yeah,
1: go
2: see it.
0: the, The plot that they come up with is... They're like, well, we tried to take kids and turn them into soldiers. Why the fuck would you think that would work? <laughs> like, why would you give kids, children superpowers and then beat them and be like, they'll probably serve us pretty well? Like, they're, no, they're not. They're just going to fucking try to kill you. They have
2: superpowers. Well, I like, don't want to I don't want to spoil too much, but they definitely figured that out. Yeah, they figured in it out the movie. they start turning and, on them. <laughs> yeah, and then that's like, they were like, we're going to – I don't know. I don't want to spoil too much from it, but like, Go it. They're, it. But yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, they're it. like – they, like, decide, like... The reason that, like, these kids are out in the wild is because the the nurses and stuff in this hospital science facility run amok uh, south of the border as well uh, decide to free the kids because the children because they know that they're going to be put down. All of them. Right. It's a, like, really intense scene, and they, like, escape, and you only kind of think, like, is Laura or X-23 the only survivor from this? Or
1: did anyone else yeah. make it? Like, where are they, they, they trying it, to go?
0: It's pretty lengthy into the movie before you're sure whether or not anyone else survived. Yeah.
1: Um, one thing that I felt this movie left out, and I don't want to start on a negative point, because, I mean, let's just make it clear across the board, we all fucking like uh, this movie.
2: Loved it. Yeah. We, we uh, all uh,
1: adored this film. I thought it was very good. But the one thing that bummed me left out a little it. bit was that, if you're an audience member coming into this movie, the only let's say that you're not a comic book fan, right? You're one of the many people that come to these movies that just vaguely like comic book movies. yeah vaguely understand the X-Men, and so you know most. It's like me and Harry Potter. Like I know the Harry Potter universe mostly through the lens of the movies, magic, and not through the books. I like my wife Alice. Um, so if you're like me in that scenario and you're coming into this Logan movie, um, your your first question is. Where's the rest of the X-Men? And I don't know if the movie did a good enough job answering this that question.
0: And this may be because I'm dumb, or maybe I just wasn't paying close enough attention. I did not realize that they explained what happened to the X-Men.
2: They definitely did. It was a slow burn. I did not get it until a day later. I was thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, I did it.
0: not get it until I was walking out of the theater talking to my friend Andy, and he was like... Which I'm going to say it again. If you have not seen the movie, stop listening. But... Uh, Professor X killed the X-Men by accident.
2: had a seizure. He had
0: it. He yes. has a – yeah, he's developed Alzheimer's As They never exactly say what's wrong with him, but he has a, de- a degenerative brain disease, which causes him to have seizures. And while he has the seizures, his It'd telepathic power is crazy, and he basically can kill people because of the effects of it. Yeah. And they make it clear that he killed – They he caused like 3,000 injuries in – uh, Westchester and killed 71 people, and that's implied to be those are the X-Men. He West killed Chester, all the X-Men, yeah. but, but that's Wolverine. Where the,
2: that's where the school is. Yeah, that's uh, where it exists. Yeah, same Westchester, New York.
1: Which is also a sort of twist on the the origin story from Old Man Logan, because in Old Man Logan, um, Mysterio tricks Logan into thinking that the X-Mansion is being attacked, and so he goes crazy Wolverine berserker style, and then when like the smoke clears, he realizes that he's been fooled, and he's just a sl- like a sl- like mutilated the entire X Men like student body. So um, it's, going it's... to Ben's point though,
0: I do feel like if you are like you just watched the X Men movies, I do not think you would understand that that's what happened because I don't think you're going to remember that Xavier School is located in Westchester, New York. That is like yeah. a really nerd thing to know, and yeah. they don't really stress it in the movies. So I, I do agree that I'm like I don't think the average person probably left that theater like, "Well, what the fuck happened to the X-Men?" I don't like, think also, know, like,
1: I don't think
2: most people are going to know. If you saw like one X-Men movie ever, it might it might also lose its impact, you know. There's yeah, a lot of true. characters there and he's like he's always the older like kind of like begrudgingly there for other reasons, but like he like he cares but you know like he doesn't want to. That's that's been his whole like uh, sticked for like his, uh, his character development and stuff. Yeah. And I think it's, uh, yeah, it's hard to like, it's hard to, to have that. Cause I mean like, man, I was in, I was close to tears a couple of times in this movie. It was rough.
1: It does not
0: was, take it easy on you. Yeah. I will say one, another bad point, which is this just happens to go something Chris just said, is they, they make a reference in this movie uh, Professor Xavier, X-23, and Wolverine escape, and they're at a hotel, and he is watching the movie Shane on TV. And they're talking about the movie, and I was like, oh, okay, I, I, I recognize that movie. I know what movie it is. Oh, that may, that's like an interesting thing to put that movie in because that character is very much like Wolverine. Then they just straight up show the end of the movie where he says something very Wolverine-esque. And I was like, wow, they really laid on that metaphor pretty thick. And then they end the movie with one of the characters re-saying the exact same thing, where I was just like, come on, guys, we got it. Like, you don't have to... Ah, I love just that. that. ref. I was just like, you, they shouldn't have showed either that in the beginning, or they should have done, di- I don't know. I, just to me, I was like, when they did it at the very end, I was like, yeah, I got it. He's very much the character Shane. I understand. You didn't have to redo this scene.
2: I love that, though. And there was like, uh, I was looking earlier online, and like the director had a list of movies that he had used as what was the word he used it as like a visual referencing point. Mm-hmm. yeah um and Shane was obviously one of them uh, Unforgiven was, was one Unforgiven was one there was a there was another Clint Eastwood movie that was one like a 70s one um oh man I forget what it was it's on it's on I think it's on the Wikipedia page for Logan but it was like really interesting to see like what he was referencing from, but I, I've actually never seen Shane. And there was a couple other older movies on there that i had never seen.
0: Yeah. And that um, was something I brought up when I was talking to my friends. I was like, I really feel like they force fed me that movie. And the, the one guy, you know, one of the people I saw it with was like, I have, I've never heard of that movie. I don't know what ever. movie that is. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I was like, Oh, I guess that is like, you know, in my mind I was like, that's such a famous and iconic movie. And I was like, Oh, but I guess it's not anymore. Uh, you Yeah. Know I mean like yeah. people older than me, definitely like good. Be, I just, yeah, I just know it because I'm kind of a movie yeah. nerd. So I was just like, oh, okay. So it wasn't a, that bad, but to me, I was just like, some of the parts they felt like they really, like, hammered home the idea they were trying to get at, which I wish they had left it a little more ambiguous or more of But that's neat here hear there. I don't know uh, another
2: eulogy she could have given though. No, I mean, there's I like that's, like, that's it, kind of it. Had yeah, shown, shown the scene in chain. We'll get there. I think, I think we're all over the board right now. So, like, yeah. we, were, we were, like, at the beginning of the movie, and now we're getting closer to the end. Like, there's a well, lot actually, of really good stuff in the middle. So in the movie, basically,
0: the story is Wolverine is an uber black driver. He has captured <laughs> and is taking care of um, Professor Xavier. He has him living in, like, an abandoned old coal factory inside of, him, like, an old water tower so that he's not close enough to anybody so that if he has one of his seizures, the only person he can hurt is Wolverine and his caretaker, Caliban, who is a very low-tier old X-Men, like, villain slice I think he was on X-Factor for a while. He's, he's, a, a, Mor-lock. Th- yeah,
1: he's a Morlock. Yeah, he's a Morlock. He's a pretty confusing character, too, because if you Google, like, Caliban X-Men and go to Google image search, you will get – Thirty pictures, none of yeah. which look even remotely close. Oh, yeah.
0: he's, sometimes he looks like he's fucking jacked up, like he's in it, like he should be in the Predator movies, like sometimes, he's so
1: muscular. Yeah, sometimes he looks like an, a straight demon, like he's got horns and shit. Yeah, and yeah, then other times, and he's in one of the X Men movies. Right, he's in one of the Days of Future or the. He's Apocalypse. in the Apocalypse movie, he's in, but, but he's it's a, a different the answer, actor. Yeah. They were written. I read about this. They were written simultaneously by accident, Yeah. which is fucking hilarious. Like, literally, the, the, the writer of Apocalypse said that he did not know that the writer of Logan was going to use Caliban too, and they didn't talk which about it. Which is pretty funny because, because <laughs> I, like yeah. when they did it, I
0: was like, wow, he, they picked Caliban? Like, I was like, what a bizarre choice to pick. I haven't seen
1: X-Men Apocalypse, I'm sorry. But Stephen Merchant, man. I know yeah. Calban's is a pretty low character in this movie. He's just, just not get as much screen time. Yeah, I love Stephen Merchant, man. He's so, he's I got to just...
0: say, I was super impressed with Stephen Merchant's ability to play serious. Uh-huh. I've only ever seen him in comedy, and I think he's like a hilarious actor. I think he's a great. He's really funny. So, he's just a funny person, but he was really good in this.
1: One thing I want to point out, and I don't give a shit about chronology. I'm just talking about the things I liked. But um, everyone in this movie, Stephen Merchant as well, um, should all get. A fucking oscar just for is there an oscar for facial expression because these guys in like move, moments when they're not talking i know it's just called acting but they do incredibly <laughs> good job they do an incredibly good job with like sp- specific emoting with their faces like Stephen merchant does a lot of non-lines where he's just on screen and he just looks super intense with his like eyes and he just like he's i don't know it's really good but then, yeah. you know, this is a movie of all just looks because most of the characters don't yeah.
0: speak, you know. Wolverine's of just
1: being a verbose character. X-23 is able to do this scowl that I just – I don't think anyone else can do. I was teen. wicked
0: impressed with that girl, the little kid actress. I thought she was great, but when... I really wish they hadn't made her
2: talk. I, <laughs> I disagree with that. worst
0: voice in the world, and
2: it just Holy did not shit. go with her. When do you think she was born?
1: Oh, God. I don't know. 2001. That girl has to be like 12 would be my guess. So <laughs>
2: 2005. 2005. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, Pose, you <laughs> creep. Um...
0: <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, this is recording. So I gotta cancel
2: this. Yeah, you do. Uh she is she's born in Spain 12, and her nationality is British. Uh yeah. Oh, I would have guessed I that. I think this is her
1: first movie? Ever? But what I'm getting at is that she can do this thing when she's doing her X twenty three thing when she when her claws are out and she's fighting. Yeah. Her brow furrows in this way that almost doesn't look human. Yeah. Like she's got this like angular oh, that's, that's like, It's what? crazy. She looks like she's, like, Pharaoh when she does it. It's
2: crazy!
0: Like, I was, like, shocked at how good... Because, like, there's a lot writing on, like, telling a kid... Because, like, let's face it, in, like, the first X-Men movie, Hugh Jackman's, like, not great when he's doing, like, the the Rao Wolverine thing because it is awkward to do. And the saber tooth in that movie can't do it at all. This little girl nails it. Like she just looks right like away. she's an insane little animal. And when she jumps on uh, – there's a scene where she's on top of a dude just stabbing him. It is like the most fucked up brutal thing because she is like such a small child. Yeah, And yeah. she is just knifing this dude so fast. She's and she like doesn't have
1: scream. She's just a little buzzsaw. <laughs> but like what, what it reminded me of as I was telling Chris this is uh, Carl Urban in the new Dread movie – is able to do this thing with his face where he frowns. Under, yeah. like Because like, you just see the lower half of his face. And yeah, I, it's I, like the comic. I, when we left that movie, I was like, do the frown and nobody can do it. Nobody can get their mouth to go that like, full half circle down. It's almost impossible. And I, I feel the same with like her face. Like she's doing something that I don't think I can get other people to do. Like it really, when I see that, it's fucking impressive, you know. I don't know how. I don't know if there's any like effects happening there. I don't think there is. I think I... that's just
0: straight up. I think she's just making an angry kid face. But it's like you know, you usually don't see kids go into a murderous rage, and this girl just yeah. nails it.
2: I know like, the yelling is is post or yeah, post production because totally I watched a video of Hugh Jackman doing it in the in a studio. And it was hilarious to watch. But, <laughs> I'll look um, that up. No, like, I just, even that, too. Like, I mean, sh- I don't know, man. She gave it her all. Apparently, it's her first movie ever. That's insane.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I've like, never
0: heard of the actress. And I thought she was really good. But she does just have, like, such a high-pitched voice. And, like, you know, just like a little kid voice. That when she started talking, I was like, oh, wow. You know, just having seen her only be, like, I a know. barrel.
1: But, like, she's a, but, she's a child, you know? And it's I like, know. I think that's I'm more just saying, impressive. It was just very jarring. It was just kind of cute. Well, here's a fun note, too. Name the last movie where you saw a child actor that you were impressed with.
2: Yeah, because all I ever think about is episode one, and it's like, five right. I to
1: say, <laughs> say a TV show. Either is fine.
2: Either is fine. Well, yeah. I
0: mean, like every kid in Stranger Things.
1: Oh yeah, good call. Super <laughs> good, yeah. But, but like, damn you. Oh, when you ask someone to like name a movie where kids are good actors, usually, usually they're six Sense is like the last one I even come up with. We can name some bad ones, but usually oh. the middle ground is just they're just there, and you're like, okay, but can just, we move they're, on? They're not
0: noticeable. Yeah, as bad actors as you. That's usually what you want from a child is you just don't want it to be jarringly bad. Yeah. You don't want it to be Jake Lloyd. You just want yeah. it to be like nobody Pork. remembers
2: it. I and I loved, honestly, man. I gotta disagree again. Cause like I loved, cause like a movie like it was like it had layers like a like a fucking onion or something. I liked like, that she talked. I'm just no, saying,
1: I just thought it was like we're was talking so about the sorry. Phantom Menace right
2: now, right? No, 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 no we're not.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, the movie had layers. It had like onion
2: layers. You know, like when you got the Jar Jar, you're like, I just hate all of this. I want to kill myself. Um... And, like, and the layers you know, are over. Uh, you're just done with those layers. And... Hi.
1: Welcome to our Star Wars prequel podcast called Misa Podcast. <laughs> and we... Oh, me so sorry. Misa talking Star Wars. Oh, uh, we're... I cannot.
0: Cond- I, usually I love it when Ben makes a fake podcast. I'm out of here. Not celebrate this one. I'm sorry.
1: Can, can, can a listener out there Photoshop me uh, just like a logo for Misa talking Star Wars? Because I'd oh, really
2: no. like to see it. Oh, no. Please do it. Please 100% do it.
1: But in Logan, we get. Um, we get a really fucking. I mean, again, I don't want to go through this chrono- chronologically because most of you saw it two weeks ago, so it's yeah. hard to piece it together. But th- in terms of like the structure of this movie, it's in a lot of pieces because we got a segment where we're you know out in the desert, which mm-hmm. is the trifecta of Caliban, Logan, and Professor X. Mm-hmm. We shift into Logan and X twenty three on the run. Yeah and with professor, x. with professor x then we lose then professor, x. professor x yeah and then it's like and then it's like very much like a western cuz the idea of like an old worn out soldier "Quote unquote" with like a young girl that isn't deserves of retribution or revenge or whatever is like the most western plotline that's ever existed. And
2: we never even like mentioned that like he's there for the money. And he's reluctant. And he's very reluctant about it. That's a key
1: western note. He does not believe
0: that where they're going is real. Yeah, ever. He gives him coordinates. This woman gives who the nurse who took. Uh, Laura gives Wolverine these coordinates. He finds them in an X-Men comic book, and he thinks this woman just made them up to tell the kids so the kids would have, like, something to hope for. And, and so the, he's planning yeah. on driving out there to be like, there's nothing fucking out here. See, I told you. It's kind of a
2: dick. And the pacing is, like, done so well, and it's, like, so drawn out until, like, you get to that point, like, where, like, I I was like, it doesn't exist. Right, right. Like that's it. Like this is gonna end very badly.
1: But it, it, I, I like and what you. It technically you, doesn't exist. I like what you said yeah. about the pacing though, because that's Eden the vibe. Is, Eden is just literally the Canadian border. That's the vibe I got. Is that a western is peaks and valleys? Yeah. Like it's 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 the it's lots of slow, long, lingering scenes where someone comes into a. A, a saloon, and they talk for a bit, and there's a lot of intensity and facial expressions, and then guns come out, and it's like fucking chaos for like five minutes, and then it goes back to quiet again. You've got a guy at a campfire, you know, a like guy walking in an empty field. Like it, it, it's real emptiness with like these peaks of 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 like intensity. To me, it, it,
0: it was less like a western. It reminded me of more like old samurai films, especially like the Lone Wolf and Cub series. Well, those aren't so much because those are like a man and his child. But, like, the idea of just somebody reluctantly doing something yeah. that they don't necessarily want to do. In those films, it's always, like, for honor. But, like, you get the feeling that Wolverine just doesn't want to do this stuff anymore. Because it never works the way he wants it to. And he's just given up. Yeah. Which is, is... sort of the plot is he, he keeps saying, you know, that it, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. And he wants to, he basically just wants to go live on a boat with Professor Xavier so that he can't hurt anybody. And just yeah. let Xavier slowly get old and die.
1: And there's lines in this movie that I got to write down because I got to... Uh, uh, watch it in a different environment Um, but uh, I I captured some moments from this movie but there's some lines that lock down these like plot concepts that in non handy ways which I love one of them came from the trailer which is not necessarily in In the movie it's not in reference it's in reference to the fucking horses that get let loose when they're on the highway but Logan says let's go we can't stay someone will come by eventually and then uh, Professor X says someone has already come by yeah that was like yeah. the, that sums up. I'm glad it was in the trailer because yeah. that sums up like like the 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 vibe that Professor X is trying to pass, like this, this yeah. notion that he's trying to pass on to Logan, um, which I fucking love. And there's a ton of insanely good lines in this movie.
2: Like in the trailer, you're like, oh, that's about him and Laura, and in the movie, it's about how they they drove by this family that needs help. Need he
1: helps with the horses. Which I dad. could
0: have gone without the whole family scene. I See, d- I disagree I
1: because mean, the family scene f- fills that Western void.
0: Well, here's here's the reason why the family scene I do not like. It makes no sense for any one of them to be like, we should stay here the night. They all would know it is dangerous for them to stay and that they are putting this family at risk. Also, I do not get the sub-story about how this guy will not sell his land and why it is in the movie. It's basically just like a departure for no real reason other than to be like, in the future, corporations own everything.
2: <laughs> yeah, but that's important, though, because it shows, it shows somebody who refuses to be bought, you know? Like, it shows this family who, like, this man who, like, wants to, like, give his family, like, a real experience in, like, a world that has been corrupted by corporation and greed. It's a mini Logan story. Yeah. But it's of- really not, though, because
0: that guy is not like Logan at all. He's doing the right thing for his family because he loves them, and he's sticking up for them, and he's not going to abandon them. Logan is the exact opposite, which is he is a caged monster who can't love people because he always fucks it up. So there, it's not a good parallel. That's why I didn't like it. And as soon as they met that family, it was so obvious they weren't going to live. And I was like, oh, we're well, just counting down to the time they're going to die.
1: I'll agree with you there. Yeah. That's <laughs> not as a, that's... soon as they got out to
0: help them and they turned out to be a minority, I was like, oh, there's no chance these guys are living not in a Hollywood movie. <sighs> like, there is no way this ends well. When, I, when, when, I don't know. I just was kind of bummed out. And they, they built up such a backstory that I was like, oh, maybe they aren't going to kill them and this is going to be something, like, more interesting. Yeah. And then they just killed them and then it was just like, all right, they're dead. It's yeah. not really brought up again. And so I was just like, I don't really get the point.
2: It's hard to argue with a little bit of that. I just but... like, that's when they introduce where they introduced X-24. Yeah. It's where they really introduced a lot of it because that's where Xavier dies. And the way that Xavier dies is that he thinks the person that kills him is Wolverine. Yeah. Because it's a clone of Wolverine who – he, he wakes – Xavier is in bed and he sneaks up on him other one in the audience I was like that's Wolverine and all of a sudden claws into the chest and I was like holy shit what's going on you look up and it's this clone of Wolverine that's the X-24 project and you're like holy shit
1: and I was a big fan of X-24 conceptually in this movie I know you just said some negative quotes, and don't worry, there's always room for you to shit on this movie. Yes, um, I'm not but...
0: shitting on it. Can I just say I didn't think something was necessary? I, I just, just didn't think he needed to be in the movie. I, I just didn't think he really added anything to the film. I,
2: I sort of wish it was Sabretooth, the actor that played Sabretooth. first Yeah, that's, what I, the first that's exactly movie.
0: what I would have said. Is I wish yeah. they would have brought
2: back. Sabretooth. He had a or... buzz cut. I was like, all I could think about was Sabretooth. But the
0: thing it, I loved I about it, I think that it... would have made that character in those scenes so much more interesting. Yeah. Instead, you're just like, oh, I get it. It's just a younger version of Wolverine that's a But, but I
1: like that game. a lot because this is a really insane movie when you think about it in the broader structure of the series of X Men movies. Yeah. Is we on this podcast cover a lot of origin stories. Obviously, we do other comic book movies, but we cover a lot of origin stories. Because there's a fucking million of them. If there's one thing that studios can't stop themselves from doing is rebooting a franchise two fucking movies in. Oh, yeah. So it's easy to, to read those scripts. By all technicality, they haven't rebooted the X-Men franchise. They just they just went like back in time for like the Days of Future Past, which is just sort of like a soft way to like... But then they tie it in to the core movie, so it's not really yeah. a reboot or So, anything. yeah, it didn't even really become like a reboot. It was just like, well, here's the stuff you never got to see. Yeah, but this is the first time... I think we'll ever see someone end the plot line of a character. Like, yeah. We got the end arc of a character that will fucking never happen. Now, will studios reboot Wolverine with a new actor? Fucking probably because life is pain. Do not,
0: but, I do not think they can do it for at least like five to seven years.
1: Again, you're speaking you're speaking logically, which is not how it will happen. Wolverine, uh, huge I think so if
0: they try to do a Wolverine movie within five years, people will boycott the movie. Because they will be pissed. And I don't think they can do it well. Now do I, I think they might try to re I don't even think they'll try to recast him in the X Men movies. I think they'll just write him out of
2: the movies. Because at this I, point he's been with for it's he like was in it's, the it's, X-Men it's seventeen movies. years. He was in the last two X Men movies.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. But he's not gonna this is it. He said he's not gonna reprise the role even in X Men movies. I yeah, I, mean, I agree with you. I
2: think I don't, know. I, I, don't mean, I don't
0: think they can do it until they reboot the entire X-Men. If they do, like, well, a whole reboot of the whole series... That's the yeah. thing.
2: Somehow in here, what needs to happen is that Fox needs to drop the ball super hard again. Because they've done it a couple like, times. And they, they don't necessarily they... have to
0: drop it that hard because Apocalypse, while it did well... Pretty bad. It
2: it's pretty great. bad, yeah.
0: And it was not critically well-received. Yeah. So I could see them just being like, But us Deadpool... just make Deadpool 2. Then and we'll make X-Factor... Then we'll make a whole new series of X Men movies. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they do.
2: I would not be surprised by the time X Factor comes out that they will reach out and cast maybe this actress or actor to be Laura, reprise her role as an that older X twenty three to be in the X Factor team. Because that's the like the, the Rick Remender X not, was it yeah. Rick Remender that did that? Yeah. Like he I did don't know it.
0: if he left before they brought in X twenty three or not, mm. to be honest.
2: He, she was she was already a character before he did it. But I mean, like, there's a whole, there's a whole thing of like, of her, and now she is Wolverine, and old Wolver old man Logan is the Wolverine in the current Marvel universe. Well, the current now. Marvel
0: universe, the main continuity, Wolverine is dead. Old man Logan is like an Elseworld. It, it's yes. not a a, a canon storyline. That's what so I meant. No, it is, is canon. Up dead.
2: No, well, he is canon because they they merged all the universes and he came through. <laughs> All right. Oh, so. no,
0: wait, he's back? It's, okay, I thought he had been yeah, yeah. Still,
1: We'll yeah. be here for hours if we continue to try yeah, to exactly. wind down the X-Men canon. But the point, the point I was trying to get at is that this is the only time in quite some time that we'll ever see a full, complete arc of a character. And what they managed to do with X-24 is essentially bring in what is like a, a throwback to original Wolverine. Because yeah. obviously he looks different, but if anything, he looks most like... Hugh Jackman playing Wolverine in the first X-Men movie. Yes, So both people are Hugh Jackman. I know that. But what I'm saying is that... I was
0: surprised when I heard that, because I thought the other dude was not Hugh Jackman.
1: What what I'm saying is that what you're getting is, is basically a way of saying, hey, here's this character when we first introduced him, fighting the character as he is now. And the actual Hugh Jackman... Has said one of the reasons he's not playing Wolverine anymore is because he's 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 dealing with some skin cancer issues. So I, I just feel this weird sense of insane. He's had skin cancer six times. Genuine insanity. And yeah. We're talking about a man who's got who's 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 got a cancer problem, playing a character dying from a cancer similar similar thing. disease fighting the the specter of his old self. Yeah. He doesn't he, have a disease, though, in the movie. He has... He's a, just being his, poisoned. Di- no, yeah. That's a, <laughs> that's a disease. Oh, I want to strangle you. you. You get where I'm coming from.
0: Yeah, no. I, I did not know that's why Hugh Jackman was stopping. I thought he was just well, stopping because he was getting to the age where he didn't want to do it anymore. It's, it's about so.
1: 10 years. I found an interview, which was really interesting, where he cited that one of the reasons why was uh, Jerry Seinfeld talking about the show Seinfeld... Yeah. And saying that he didn't want to do the show so much that people saw him and it was like a, a mascot. It was like a joke. It was like a character. Well, he
0: also said that he wanted to go out where he wanted to avoid – he said, you know, you don't want to go out because you have to go out. Mm-hmm. You go out because you want to go out. He yeah. said you don't stay until people don't want you anymore. Yeah. You leave while you're at your peak. And I and he took that's that why, advice. Yeah, but, and that's, yeah. I mean Hugh Jackman took half his salary just so they could make this movie. Yeah, Because Fox was like they – they were leery about doing you know, a Wolverine movie in which it's the end of Logan. And like you said, this is probably what again, yeah, Dark Knight Rises. This will probably be the only time you'll see a true like the character is gone. But this one, this ending is much better than the ending of Dark Knight yeah. Rises, where he's just having tea in France. But um, here's spoiler alerts for Dark Knight Rises.
1: Uh-oh. Also, uh oh. Also, Hugh Jackman has said that he. He would not want to reprise Wolverine, obviously. That's pretty clear. But he actually said that if they wanted to continue to do Wolverine in movies, that he insisted that they use this specific actress to play like, X-23, and basically be, quote-unquote, the new Wolverine. Which is so fucking cool for him to be like, I love this character so much, Take this char- let this character be the mantle and keep running this, this character into further movies. Now, I, here's love, a quick I love the Marvels
2: terrible. doing that, because they know that they, like, oh, we're going to keep making these movies. We can't rely on Iron Man being the center of our story. We can't rely on Thor being the center of our story. Eventually we have to pass the mantle down and age these characters a little bit or, like, give them a new yeah, life within the universe. Yeah, they've learned that, that actors don't
0: want to sign on for, like, 28 movies because yeah. usually if you're in one of these films, you can never be in anything else because they yeah. take so long to film. But here's a question. He has said multiple times that he would love it if they could work out a deal with Fox to put the Wolverine in the Avengers movies. If they worked out a deal, do you think he would come back?
1: Oh, that'd be tough. I, I would too.
2: want him to. Oh <laughs> I would, I would get him, want him
1: too, so bad. Uh, did, I would be so sad. But, but it's want, so perfect uh, the way it is now.
2: I want the Spider-Man to come. I want the Spider-Man to do so well. That they like, they somehow they merge. They do like a, a, a movie merge thing. Help like me, Spidey. How they did like, the I, Secret I, Wars thing like uh, recently. Here's,
0: here's an issue that I just found out. Did you know they're making a standalone Venom movie that has nothing to do with Spider-Man? Fox yeah. or Sony is.
2: It's going to be completely
0: unrelated. So I don't think these – I thought Sony had learned its lesson, but they did not.
2: They apparently have
0: refused to learn their lesson.
2: Sony is very, very dumb.
0: Yes. So I I had hoped that – I'm hoping that if the Spider-Man movie does well, Fox will just be like, hey, why don't you make X-Men movies? And then Marvel (laughs) can just be like, all right, we're relaunching the entire thing because I would love to see them redo the X-Men. I think the current iteration has run its course.
2: I do too, and I think if they did, if they redid X Men and Marvel. They could bring them in as, in as teenagers or something, like kind of explain. I, like I if... think they
0: could do something much more interesting than what they did this time around. Yeah. Because one, they'll be using established characters as a relaunch, which always lets you do more interesting things because you don't have to like lay all of the pipe work. You know, like people are like, yeah, I know who they are. So you go and tell me a new version. So hopefully that would be something they could do would be pretty cool. But back to Logan. I
1: well, love this movie. I have a quick question for you guys. Um, Pogues, I, I think we talked about this in another podcast. I'm trying to sort it out if it's this case or not. Have we ever seen a movie acknowledge its own comic? Um, Yes. One. One comes to mind. Bone. It's bones. not one that you think. It's actually... Is- Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, Oh, wow. wow. I was thinking that
0: there was a reference to the Deadpool comic, but now that I think about it, it's just a weird Deadpool action figure.
1: Josie and the Pussycats, uh, at one point, I don't remember the exact line, but one of the characters says, you know, she's like, why am I even here? And someone's like, yeah, you're not in the the comic, or something like that. Oh, that's right. Out loud to a character. She
0: said, why am I even here? And they said, because you're in the comic.
1: Yeah, something like that. Um, Yeah, I forgot all about that. So that's, I think, the only time. Now, another question a little more refined do the other X Men movies call out the X Men comics? I don't think they do. Ever, no, I don't think. I think... They... But it seems like the X Men comic in this
0: movie came around after they stopped, and yeah. I almost think hmm. after they were killed by Professor Xavier.
1: Yeah, because like the they, comic... are,
0: they became like sort of like martyrdom heroes, and since they're dead, they can't sue for rights, so they'd be able to make a copy. I mean, that's the implication I got is that over the last like 25 years the X-Men have become, like, a cultural, like, people don't believe they're real. And that's why nobody really knows who Wolverine is. Because, I mean, if you really think about it, it's insane that he would be, like, an Uber driver. Because, like, you would think most of the people who got in the car would be like, that motherfucker looks a lot like Wolverine. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, he would be world famous at this point. So it just seems unlikely. So I think that's what they're trying to go with is after the death of the X-Men, they kind of all
2: just disappeared and became legends. I mean, like, the other movies kind of make it muddled because, like, X-Men 3 didn't happen, it seems like, in any future universes because the other movies write it Fingers out. Crossed. Sort
1: of. <laughs> Fingers crossed.
2: Yeah, and it's like... My stand is a turd. When you write so a trilogy, bad.
1: do you think you're the person... Like, you're you're invited into the second or third movie in a trilogy. Do you think you're ever like, oh, boy, I hope this isn't the one that gets written out of the canon. <laughs> I
2: don't think Brett Ratner gets invited into Arby's. I like... don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Like no one's inviting him anywhere.
0: Oh, God. No, 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 it does seem like he feels like he killed, like, it, it seems like he killed Jean, uh, Jean Grey in this movie. I, I feel like they are keeping that as the thing, is that he killed the woman he loves. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. There is something in this movie, which, can we talk real quick? Professor Xavier is in this, played by Patrick Stewart, which is awesome, that so he good. reprised the role and he was willing to do it. Um, the cool. movie is rated R, and they make firm work of, of it being rated R by people using the F word. Did you think it was weird they kept having Professor Xavier swear?
1: No. Oh my god. It was really? So you think it felt like in his character? I think I think what I like about this movie and I, it sounds like I'm going on a tangent and I'm not, is that I like comic book comic books or comic book adaptations that build a little bit of realism into the comic like they they you know they they tackle the idea that having a superpower wouldn't be that great and that super super superheroes kind of sit around and have drinks and like and goof around with thor's hammer i like the idea that there's like a reality outside of like them running through the streets and like blowing shit up and so when 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 uh, a cranky xavier is like i'm fucking 90 like i just it feels so genuine and uh, and like and like and like and like it feels real um especially since he's basically like on and off like benders was just getting like taking these pills and like going up and down like he's just like he's just gonna be like a mess so i feel like him just like not being that composed professor like it's like if you saw your professor after he was fired and then, like, would just spend his nights drinking. He'd be a very different person than the professor that, like, taught you uh, and inspired I think you. the issue, <laughs> though, I
0: had is, is it's, it seems like Professor Xavier doesn't realize that things are what he did. He doesn't know what he did until the night he gets killed. Yeah. No. Oh, 100%. He, he yeah. completely yeah. forgets. So to me, I was just like, he did it so much. Like, if it had just been the one time, I would have thought he was fine. But he just kept doing it. To me, I was just like... It would, just kept, like, pulling me out because I was like, I don't know, man. It just seems weird because he seems still
2: coherent. He lived in a watered – I'm not saying he lived in a water. Life, No, just I'm just saying, like, he lived in a watered-out hollow – or an open hollow like, water tower thing in the desert, like, and he was, like – he was fed, like, a couple meals a day and basically kept, like, doped out of his mind. Like, yeah. I think he – I'd be cranky too, man. Clients. I was cranky today. I didn't have coffee, you know? <laughs>
1: I was well, if I'd you
2: up, he probably would've felt better. <laughs> I would've felt great. Uh, but I also really
1: want to talk about the fucking. I I want to see a hard copy of this script because I fucking love the dialogue in this movie. Yeah. Because it's the one thing I can't stand, even in movies that I like, like like a like an Avengers movie or whatever, is cheesy fucking cliche dialogue. And this movie's got you know it's got its moments. That um, you could argue, but most of the time, like, early on in the movie, uh, Pierce, run, uh, you know, finds Logan working as a limo driver, mm-hmm. and he, he knows that he's got Professor Xavier in a facility, and he knows where it is. They've just have been leaving them alone until he gets involved in this X-23 mutant escape. Um, and he comes to him, and he could just say, like, Logan, you bastard, I thought you're not a Wolverine character anymore. I know you got Xavier. You better be careful. It could just, it could be so boring and cliche. One of the lines he says that I wrote down was, he goes, "I know you've got that little cue ball south of the border." Yeah. (laughs) Like it's just, what a, what a good way to write that dialogue and give that character some fucking personality as opposed to making him just like cliche henchman number one. You know what I mean? He had great. And there's a ton of it. I wrote a lot down. Like uh, again from the trailer, uh, I love Logan throwing the comic at. Uh, on the bed in front of in front of Laura and saying uh, uh, maybe a quarter of it happened and not like this. Yeah. That's a great like way to dismiss this like fiction and then and then for later him to be yelling and pointing to the comic book writers on the cover and saying here's the writers here's the dumbasses that wrote this bullshit like yeah. I love I love that they they really like they they flesh that dialogue out into like it feels. <laughs> I felt that predominantly the dialogue felt real. It felt like how people would talk. And then it also felt how these characters would talk, which are the two things you want to hit with dialogue.
0: one of my favorite bits of dialogue in the movie is uh, at the end, the kids are trying to run for the Canadian border, which... I won't get into the logistics of why crossing into Canada suddenly makes it impossible for these people to grab these kids, as if, like, the Canadian border is the most militarized zone in the world. What happened to Canada Florida's... in 2029?
1: Did yeah, they
0: just don't... become, like, the superpower? It's <laughs> <You're> never... <as laughs> seem weird. It seems as if, like, once they cross, they're like, shit, we can't piss off
2: Canada. You know, we mean, never, we never saw it, Pogues. We never saw it, so. But what's,
0: what's great is uh, Wolverine is basically, he's trying to help them. He's taking some drug, but it's worn off, and he's kind of just, like, you know, really worn out. And this doctor whose name I can't remember... Um, doctor, something. Anybody? Anybody. Doctor Rice, I guess, is his name. That it. Yeah, it's Doctor
1: Rice. Yeah. yeah.
0: Doctor Rice. He comes out and he says that, like, he's talking about how who his dad was and all this stuff. And he's like, "You knew my father? He worked on the Weapon X program." And Wolverine's like, "Yeah, I think I killed him." And the guy's just like, "Yeah, you did." It's just like the guy. The way he delivers the line is like, "Yeah." Yeah, you did. He, he, to be like, what the fuck am I supposed to
1: say to that? Yeah, well, I was also like, like that Jack that.
0: just, I think I killed him? Like, I'm not 100% sure, but I think I killed that dude. It was just, the way it was delivered and the way it was, like, written, I was just like, that's such a great piece of
1: dialogue. I also like that Hugh Jackman delivers that line. It could be cheesy. Like, it could be, that guy, yeah, like, I think I killed him, whatever. You said but, it, like but, like, but it's like, you can tell he's really, like, I think I like he's trying Logan, to. Remember. Yeah, Logan's eyes yeah, kind of. Logan's eyes kind of look off to the side as if he's really genuinely being like, did I, did I kill that guy? What's funny is he's almost going to
0: apologize. Like he's like I like he's like I'm sorry. I think I may have killed your father. But and I like that like, he feels regret, but he can't remember if it actually happened.
1: I like that line the most too because when he when the guy says you probably knew my father and Logan says I think I killed him, I'm in the audience thinking, did he? Like I don't remember either. <laughs> I thought I
2: thought, like, I thought he was referencing the other leader of the X the X project. What the X project? Yeah, he is. is yeah, that is his right? father though, or is that is just another person he worked with, another no, scientist? No.
0: The scientist who works with Stryker, this was his kid, as is, is near as I can oh, understand. Oh, okay. not Stryker, but Because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. there are
2: two Strikers now in the Weapon X, in the universe, because there's young Striker and then there's older Stryker, who dies
1: in two. But do you remember if this scientist guy was killed by Logan or not? Because I don't. He <laughs> killed a lot of people. <laughs> He's, in eight of the Wolver- He's in eight of the action movies. But isn't that funny? In- is that you have the same problem that yeah, Logan I'm does? I like, because- said that, I was like. He's killed so many people that you don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> Which <laughs> and is like what I it was, it was like a
0: genuine reaction and it was the way Hugh Jackman delivered it to be like, you could tell it was just like, I don't know, but I prob- I think I probably did. And right before it just, it that, seems like something yeah. I would do. Another,
1: um, line, another line that I wrote down that I really liked was um, in that scene where Logan kind of throws the comic on the bed uh, and is ranting at Laura about how it's bullshit and like, you know, he's obviously bitter, bitter and grizzled. is. Uh, Xavier cuts him off and says, I don't think she needs to be, rem- be reminded of life's impertinence. And I'm like, that's a very Xavier line.
0: <laughs> yeah. And yeah. just sort of be like, and a way to really shut him down, to be like, you are aware you're yelling at a child who's yeah, yeah. created to be a weapon just like you. Like, you at least got to be an adult before someone fucked with you. So, um... Another also, topic. I will say, that girl has... There's also like kind of like a great line when uh, Wolverine, like, that. she's like, you should come with us because they're all going to leave. And he's just like, no, you know, everyone I care about gets hurt. And she said, oh, well, then I'll be fine. And I was like, oh, snap, man, he's gonna need that healing factor to work
1: out that burn. Yeah, because like, it was just
0: great. Like, and the girl delivers it like for a kid. She delivers it
1: perfect. Yeah. What did you? There was a few other humor moments in this movie it's not a lot of jokes it's actually pretty fucking sad straight through no yeah it's a real downer of a film. I don't want to give
2: them all away because if someone's listening there's enough in there there's if, some, some, really some, good if ones. some idiot
1: listened all the way to this point in the podcast without yeah, having seen the it, oh, okay. it
2: uh... well there's <laughs> a thing of Xavier in the car where he's trying to make him take the pills yeah and then he's like let me see your mouth and he opens up and he's like nah he's <laughs> just like okay <laughs> he's treating him like there a child is a lot
0: of, there's a lot of Xavier being a dip to Wolverine <laughs> which is like, the best part of the movie. Just, like, really, like, being like, fuck you, Wolverine. Like, you're a real bitch. What um, does he
2: say to Wolverine when he Wolverine puts him in the back of the truck after he gets stabbed in the heart? Because he says, like... Oh, yeah, I don't remember. He like, Is it this he remembers what he did?
1: Yeah.
2: Like, um, he, under, yeah. he understands. He understands why he finally killed him. It's because he understands no, I,
0: I, that... Do you think that's what he was saying? I thought he was just trying to tell Wolverine, because Wolverine keeps saying it wasn't me. And then I thought Xavier was saying, like, he was trying to tell Wolverine that he realizes that, like, why Wolverine did what he did. Why he yeah. locked him up. And I think it was more supposed to be like Xavier was trying to say, like, as he was dying, to be like,
2: I don't blame
0: you. I think not all... For Kim- like,
1: maybe it was for Cameron. Yeah, I think I all that, but, like, I
2: don't, I don't think he realized that Wolverine didn't kill him. Because, like... I mean, <laughs> what are you going to think, man? If I have claws with, knives in my hands and I stab you, someone stabs you with knives in their hands... Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess because then Wolverine shows up
0: and is like pulling him out and he keeps saying, it wasn't me, Charles, you know it wasn't me. So I just thought it was more supposed to be like Xavier was trying to tell him to be like, I don't blame you for everything that's happened. I know you were actually trying to protect me. It would be like if – Even though it was like the most fucked up way you could do it, I understand you were trying to save me so that I wouldn't be killed by the government.
1: It would be like if you were standing there and – uh, uh, a, a flat laser beam came through your chest, and you turned around and looked over at all the X Men, and 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 Cyclops is just shrugging, and be like, wasn't uh, me, was me. <laughs> me, man. It'd be like, fuck you, Cyclops. I, I know. Like that. <laughs> but it would also be like, though,
0: just to your right, you can hear a group of people being murdered by another man, screaming like Wolverine. So I don't know. Uh,
1: that's I guess up in for interpretation. So um, a uh, thing I also noted down was um, a lot of this plot was told through the phone video that Logan gets from the the, the doctor or nurse who was trying yeah. to get X23 out. Um, I, I sort of didn't love it because it was very exposition, exposition heavy. heavy. I mean, it was it was like 20 minutes of exposition in split into two scenes. And it is like it is not just
0: like exposition. Like I think they're turning these kids into weapons. We have to get them out. It is like, they started the program in June of... You're just like, holy shit, man.
1: Yeah. hero lays it out like she's doing a news story. To be clear. so much detail. She can't be saying the things she's saying in the scenes she's filming. Like, at some point, she's like... Yeah, she she got, like, Final Cut Pro. Yeah, that's the problem I have. Is it... in the When it starts, it makes sense. She's, like, in a closet. And she's, like, holding the phone to her chest, clearly. And she's, like, stepping out and, like, giving you a brief view of it. And you think that's going to be it. But later on... She's showing you footage of them like chasing one of them onto the roof and like filming them at different angles and doing close ups. There's like close ups yeah. of people's faces. And I'm like, she got close ups and then she went home and stitched it together in chronological order, cutting the parts didn't. out. <laughs> Cut the parts out where you're just seeing, like, the inside of her pocket because she's, like, put the phone in her pocket for a minute or something. Yeah. And then dub the whole thing in Final Cut and then loaded it back onto her phone. It's – I know I'm picking – Maybe this. she did then. But I'm but, – no, but it is – it was, like, I thought no, the yeah. same
0: thing, like, when she starts really going into the details – I was like, Jesus Christ, this girl must have thought she was like gonna win a Pulitzer, so like there's so much information here. I wouldn't have been
1: Wolverine would be like,
0: I wonder what happened. I I wouldn't have been nitpicking so
1: much if not for the fact that it was so long. Like it took up a lot. And I didn't need a lot of it because when you see X twenty three and you give that early sequel, like they show the video in like three segments. Like he watches it, the battery dies, and then he watches more of it and then more of it. And the first one, you get like a couple glimpses of mutants from this phone being like carried around, and then you get like a zoomed in <laughs> shot of her like cut open when they're like inserting the metal. Yeah, and, then the and, phone and dies. they just done, like that's all I needed.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then they, if they had just done the thing where she said, you know, like the kids have started to react weird, and they go to that scene where, which was fucked up, where she was just cutting her arm and watching it heal, and then just yeah. cutting it again. And she just kept doing it, like you know, like a. Person who does cutting like a real mental illness, but she just keeps healing. So she's just sitting there watching it. And you're like, "That's really messed up, man." I mean, I would do that if I had I, powers. Yeah, but I mean, like, if that was like it, and then she was like, Not "We," the I nurses reason. decided to get him out. I didn't need her to explain what the X twenty four program was. Like, you're I mean, mean, just just when he shows up, they're like, "We thought," because the guy basically says the same thing. The doctor says the same thing to Pierce that the girl said. So I was like, "Well, I didn't need her part then." Right. he just said, we tried to make children soldiers. Instead, we just made uh, an an automaton that we can tell what to do. And it's like, oh, well, that's basically what she says in the video. So I didn't need that scene in the video at all. Just get rid of it.
1: It felt, yeah, it felt unnecessary. And I I always call those out because I really don't like broad, long, drawn-out exposition. I think it really slows the pace down. And I think it takes away the fun of piecing together the world in your head from context clues. Again... I'm I'm nitpicking because I'm desperate for content yeah. because Here I is just my, enjoyed this movie so much. So
0: Here is my biggest complaint of the entire movie. Okay. The movie ends. Wolverine is dead. He's been buried. They give the eulogy where she, like, says the thing about Shane. She does the quote from Shane, which is basically talking about how, like, when you kill, no matter what reason you do it for... You never get over it. Like, killing somebody is not something you want to do. And that's sort of the thing he says to her at the end is, like, don't let – don't be what they made you, which is don't be like him. Don't spend your whole life being a killer. As he turns his cross into an X. The movie fades to black, and they start playing a Johnny Cash song. Here's my biggest gripe. Why didn't they, just to fuck with people, play Ain't No Grave Can Hold My Body Down instead? Instead of The Man Comes Around. That would have been yeah, a way yeah, better yeah. ending Q song. I left and I was like, why didn't they do that? It would have been I, so great. And then if he ever wanted to come back, they just they're like, Yeah, we told you at the end of that movie he wasn't dead. You know, we played Shiny Queso. I'm like, that would have been such a better end, dude. That's my
1: biggest complaint, literally. Why didn't they play yeah. Last Resort is what I wanted to hear. This <laughs> is my last resort. Why didn't they play uh, what Smash was, uh Mouse, whatever that fucking song All-Star. is? All Star, yeah. All star, yeah. Okay, yeah. hey, now you were an all star. Yeah. But you're yeah, dead they, now. They just slow it down. Oh. They get like a rush bro.
2: The director of this movie actually directed uh, Walk the Line. Really? Did he really? Yeah. He directed oh, the watch And he directed the last Wolverine movie. I me.
1: also like that that the finale is the most western thing ever. Like I think literally, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a Hollywood law. Like it's on, it's written down somewhere that yeah. every western has to end with someone burying someone under some rocks and a cross at the top of a hill. That's like the most yeah. western scene that's ever been written.
2: Like You lose the person that didn't want to do it in the first.
1: Place. Also sticking with this western yeah. thing, is any line. Uh, Wolverine I never realized fit western so fucking well until I realized like like one of his besides his usual catchphrases you know one of his like classic well, phrases is to say that um I'm, oh, I might get it wrong here is it I'm good at what I do and what I do isn't very good? That's a pretty classic. I'm, I'm at the, the best, 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 best of what I do. but what I do isn't very good. Isn't very nice. Now picture that the line actual... being uttered by John Wayne. Does yeah. that not sound like the most John Wayne thing ever?
2: He kind of says something like that, like when he's in a, when Good, Bad, and the Ugly when he goes to the guys. Think... he's like my, you know, you, you insult. I, I don't want you to apologize to me, but you need to apologize to my mule. Because my mule is insulted. Because you're laughing at him. Because my, yeah, yeah. uh, <laughs> my mule is the best. Yeah, is My mule is the best what he does. But well, what he does is
1: not very nice. Oh my god, <laughs> they stole it from that movie. from oh, the movie. <laughs> and is, is, the, is the mule named Logan? Is that it's right? A Wolverine. Okay, it's Wolverine. Mule. Yeah. That's a confusing name yeah. for a mule.
2: He actually, that's the only time they ever put the yellow suit on anything, is they put it on the mule and uh, go to the Bad you New know, That's
1: where they got it from. Yeah. So we've gone pretty, go so pretty long, So uh, uh, and, and I would talk about this movie for fucking ever, so yeah. I'm going to give us a quick lightning round uh, question. Uh, not really any question. just just recount to me. Um, what are the scenes that uh, maybe almost made you cry a little bit, uh, I will say, uh, starting it off, first seeing Professor Xavier in complete fucking shambles, mm. like, hurt. Like, it made me very sad very quickly. Can I yeah. ask a sub-question before yes. we get into this? Did any
0: of you guys actually cry?
1: Uh, I would say that Chris almost cried when he helped me, when he watched the last part of it. Yeah. Uh, I am not going to lie to you. I,
0: not like, cried cried, but, like, I did, like... You felt it. You felt it. I was just close as like, because I have, like, two problems in life. I cannot watch men cry. I do not know why, but it upsets me. I know it's, like, some weird macho bullshit thing that's, like, psychology, but when he dies and he's talking to her, that made me so fucking sad. Yep. And then when they did the eulogy, I was just like, this is awful. This girl finally had, like, a father, and they just I, – oh. I was so bummed out at the end of that movie that I was, I was as close as I've probably come to crying in a
2: movie in quite a long time. From the point of her being, like, daddy – yeah, when which, he is starts so, which is so far from the first Wolverine movie where he like they tried to do that emotional scene where he was like, "And I'm your Wolverine," yeah. and I was just like, "I'm gonna die, blow my brain down. <laughs> I hate this so much." And like they, they do the they go to the eulogy, She's buried under the rocks, and she gives the eulogy. She walks, they everyone walks away. She's crying. She walks away. She turns back. She takes the cross, and then she put her, turns it into an X. And I was like. I, I, the movie did, I remember being like, just, just like don't, because like, I'm always like, I'm always like that. I'm like, I don't, just don't cry. You know, you're in a public place, whatever. You know, you don't want to like on the stuff of your face. Like, I got glasses, you know. Um, but like, I've been turned around and I was just like, Ooh, Ooh. the movie, boob- no, the, the I, movie,
0: I can say this: had I watched this movie by myself in my house, there's a pretty good chance I would have started crying. Uh, a couple I had bottles a lot of wine. Depression problems. So <laughs> it does oh, not take God. much to really, and I. That, the end of this movie really got to me oh, yeah. and I was surprised because and that's not
1: easy to do yeah especially like suffering my movie. real life emotions but so still somehow do it for me oh yeah he, here's my last point um, and, and we, we can do closing uh, but the reason I think this movie succeeded is what I was saying to Chris when we were watching it is that this is the the proof that to make a really really good superhero movie it's not is not to treat a superhero movie like a genre, but just like a framework. Put another genre in there. Like, use a Western. Use a samurai story. Use you know use a, a heist movie if you're doing ant-man or what you know like like build a, a, a movie in an existing genre or even a drama and and use superheroes as an element but don't yeah. don't use superhero as the genre because there isn't one it's it's not good <laughs> cuz as yeah. we've discovered in this podcast most of them aren't great so yeah, d- don't yeah, use right. them as the a template work, the, the ones that work the best though
0: that we've watched that we've really liked are like like ant-man works great because it is a heist movie uh, Captain America works great because it's a war movie.
2: Yeah, and I, mean, so the, I
0: think you are yeah. right that it does help when you don't just say we're gonna tell a Superman movie. You're like we're gonna tell uh, a a normal film, but one of the characters happens to be superhuman.
2: How much more fun would it have been in Suicide Squad, which I don't think anyone's seen here? No. Uh, if it was, was, comedy, was if it was a romantic comedy, I was just a romantic comedy. Super so side Squad and a romantic comedy, and uh, you know, like, uh, like, bet, but must love dogs, you know, but like the Joker. It's just all about Steve. But all must about love him. mayhem. Must love mayhem. <laughs> must love Jokers. Uh, I think the other thing you can you
0: get from this movie is I hope that that the the success of this film, more so than the success of Deadpool, shows that like you can make an R-rated movie that isn't just, like, dirty humor and shit and, like, over-the-top violence, which yeah. there is a lot of over-the-top violence in this movie. It's gross violence. yeah, the it. scene where, like, Xavier's having the stroke and he's slowly stabbing everyone in the head, that one's, uh, that
1: one's a little hardcore. But, oh, when Wolverine's just, like, crawling into people yeah, who can just like, move so their so eyes? <laughs> just go- yeah, you can see their eyes. The guy in the doorway, his eyes, when he looks over and
0: sees Wolverine coming... It's the best moment probably in the whole film because so he's just good. like – you see
1: it in his eyes. He's like, uh-oh. And but, it also looks like Wolverine's going to keep going, but yeah. then he yeah. stops and Dude. fucking pierces his skull. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> there was a lot in that
2: scene where it was just like this release of like tension where me and two of my friends were just like – every time something like that like overly violent happened, we would just laugh. And would be the only people in the theater laughing at it. And it was like, We're monsters.
0: No, no, there was definitely times I laughed when the violence got bad. But my point is, I'm hoping this movie tells like the Marvel Studios that it's like these movies can be successful so you can take a character and make an R-rated movie and actually do a serious film. You know, I mean I'm, I'm hoping there's more cuz like you don't need to spend 150 million dollars on every superhero movie and then have to make it PG-13 cuz you have to make back at least 150 million dollars. You know, what I mean, you need the biggest audience. Like, be willing to. I'm hoping they make more. Take some of the lower tier characters and be like, let's make some R-rated movies that are more mature, more, you know, darker versions of superheroes. Which is why I think most of the Netflix series work is they're a darker version of the existing Marvel universe.
2: Like a realistic one. It's not like gritty yeah. so much as it is they take yeah, it's people not like and they... over the top. Yeah. They don't they don't put a character a caricature of somebody into a really bad situation. They take a person, they humanize them, and then they have them go through something that is like realistic on a on a sense of like of humanity. Not the not the exorbitant of thing of like we're we live in this world of superheroes and such. Yeah, and, whatnot. and, and
0: not everything has to be a oh if we don't stop this the world ends. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's where I think most of the, is... the TV shows work is you're like, oh, his real big problem is is like the worst thing that happens if Daredevil fails is I guess a criminal owns most of yeah. Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. It's not that like the worst not thing. That bad. It's not great. It's not ideal. But, you know, I mean, you're not like, oh, the stakes are so high. You're just like, oh, they are high yeah. for a localized area and for people who want to live in ordinary – And I like that. The third... I like that's what made this movie good is he wasn't saving the world – he wasn't saving all of mutant kind. He was trying to save a group of like 10 kids. I agree. And just hoping that not even to save them to be like mutants need to keep existing, but to save them to just be like yeah. I I need to do one last I need to do one good thing because I just can't do I I'm you know I, he knows he's dying. He's not ready. He just wants to let go, but he wants to kind of do the one last good thing. And that means being the person that he really doesn't want to be, which is like a murder. You know, what I mean like a Yeah.
2: And that's like a Western thing. I, yeah, you, how many Westerns have you ever seen where the West, uh, the the hero has to save the world? That doesn't yeah, exist. That, oh, wait, Wild Wild West. There's your example. It was it a bad happen. movie.
0: Yeah, and I think that I will say, like, as much as I, I kind of ragged on them using Shane, I do think that is the perfect thing to throw in. And it is probably great that he introduced that movie to probably a much younger generation because that ending line is perfect where he – it sums up Wolverine – so much that I never thought about it is the idea that, yeah. like, it, you know, Wolverine is a killer. That's always, that's what he's always been. It's what he does. He can't help it. And it's like, it doesn't matter that once he started killing, like he said, once I started trying to kill to make things right, it still wasn't any good. Like, I still felt miserable because I was killing people, you know, like the idea. And I, I thought that was great. So hopefully we'll see some more R rated, serious takes on superheroes. Hopefully. I agree. I'm not holding my breath, but. Yeah, and hopefully we'll see. I don't know. I, I really hope Hugh Jackman somehow comes back, because I, I will say, as much as you know, I ragged on him in Wolverine Origins and in the first X Men movie. I do really like him, not only as a as Wolverine, but he's just a, a great individual in general. He seems like a super nice guy. So here's hoping. I can go ahead and say we all agree that this movie should be seen.
1: Yep, I recommend seeing the movie. Probably seeing it in theaters as well, if you can still catch it in theaters. Um. Uh. But definitely see it when it comes out on DVD. It's
0: fucking. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, you're listening to this and you haven't seen it. We're sorry. We spoiled everything. I did warn you. you But, but honestly, I this might be the only X Men movie that I might actually buy. Yeah, 100%. Like, I do not own – I own – well, sadly, I own the first X-Men because I bought it so we could do this podcast because it was cheaper to buy it, a DVD of it, than to buy I only it.
1: own Monkey Bone. I'm just going to be straight about it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, I like I, –
0: I have serious regrets about not making a separate Amazon account for this podcast. <laughs> Because mm. now when I log into Amazon, they're like recommended. I'm like, God damn it, Amazon must think I'm a fucking
1: idiot. <laughs> you might like <laughs> behind the scenes with Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, they recommend the most garbage shit now, and I'm like, God damn it. All man. right, all right. Well, um uh this that's the end of the podcast, which is the best way to end a podcast. Uh as always you can find me uh at the Disco Pony on Twitter. Chris, you wanna plug a uh, Yeah,
2: you, a you can find me at again? uh at Chip Snackerson at uh, on Twitter um, as well.
1: Also, people should follow your uh, improv team and their Facebook. Uh, oh guys. yeah,
2: I have a face. I have a. I have a we just made a, a a team. So if you're ever in Chicago, you can come check out some of our Chicago, shows. Chicago,
1: Chicago breakfast. Yeah, yeah, at
2: Chicago breakfast mm-hmm. uh, or Chicago breakfast uh, online on on Facebook, and uh, we'll probably be making some more social media outlets on there as well. And uh, yeah, come check us out and uh, say hi. I'm the tall guy with the beard. So.
0: Yeah, definitely. If you do, if somebody does listen to this and goes and sees Chris, definitely go up and tell him hi. Tell him you loved I, him on our show.
2: I would love so – I'll buy you a beer. Hell, that, if that ever happens, I'll buy you a beer.
0: Now, you can follow me on Instagram at it's pogues. If you're in the southwest part of Ohio, I guess.
1: <laughs> Hot zone.
0: First and second, I will be at Gem City Comic Con. Uh, it's the biggest Comic-Con in the Dayton area because it's the only one really. Uh, it's the only like real official Comic-Con. It's a great show. If you're into comics, it's all like local creators. There's not – it's not a media show. So it's cheap to get in. You can see tons of creators, tons of vendors. So if you're around, stop by. Come say hi to me. Uh, that's it. You can follow. If you want to tweet at us, I don't think neither me nor Ben ever actually tweets from our Not other Origin Story account, but it's at NAOSPod. And you can leave uh, comments at our Facebook at NAOSPod.com or Facebook.com slash NAOSPod. Leave us comments. We'll read them on the next mini episode. And until then, we'll see you.
2: Yeah. Don't forget to leave a review on the Apple Store podcast thingy. Do that. Five stars.